Hey there, everybody. Do you love to travel and learn about new places? Great, then you are in the right place. Join Jasmine the cat and Gracie the tortoise as they have fun traveling the beautiful United States and learning lots of cool new facts. Hi there, everybody. It's Jasmine, the jazzy gray cat, here with my BFF Gracie, the super smart tortoise. Right, Gracie? Yes, that is correct. Hello, my friends. Jasmine, I'm glad that you and our friends are here to explore Indiana, our 19th state, as of 1816. Indiana is located in the Midwestern part of the United States. Midwestern? What does that mean? Midwestern refers to the states that are in the Middle West part of the country, from the state of Ohio to the Rocky Mountains. Indiana is also part of the Great Lakes region, like Ohio. I remember the Great Lakes. Their first letters spell the word homes. Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, and Superior. Checking a map. To find Indiana, you need to look for Lake Michigan and the state of Michigan on the north, Ohio and Kentucky on the east, Kentucky again on the south, and Illinois on the west. Now, Gracie, why don't you talk about some history? Glad to, because there's a history mystery. <gasps> Ooh, great! I love a mystery! Spill all. Here goes. Native people have lived in this area for 10,000 years, but 2,000 years ago, a group of people lived in this area and were known as the Hopewell tradition. What makes them interesting and mysterious is the way they built mounds out of earth and buried thousands of objects or artifacts in them. Why is that mysterious? What is mysterious is some of the artifacts and how they got there. Archaeologists have discovered shark teeth that are probably from near Florida, a mineral called mica that is found in the Appalachian Mountains, and a volcanic glass called obsidian that comes from over 1,500 miles away in Yellowstone National Park. So how did the archaeologists think the stuff got here? Some think that maybe the people went traveling and brought it back with them, or perhaps visitors came to see the big earth mounds and brought objects to be put inside. Pretty cool. I just love history mysteries. They are everywhere. Now it's my turn to give some information. The capital of Indiana is Indianapolis, which is also the biggest city. The lowest point is the Ohio River, and the highest point is Hoosier Hill. I never heard that word Hoosier before, but it's fun to say. Can you say it with me, friends? Hoosier. Hoosier. You know what? I don't know what a Hoosier is. Do you, Gracie? Actually, I just happened to know. The word Hoosier was first used in the 1820s to describe people who lived in the hills of Indiana. No one is quite sure where the word came from, but it could be an old English word for hills. Well, it still is an unusual word, but the name Indiana is so much easier. It reminds us of the first people who lived here, the American Indians or Native Americans. On to some European explorers. Samuel de Champlain from France was here in 1614. Him again? He really got around. Yes, he did. After Champlain and the French, the English also lived here in the Indiana Territories, as the land was called. To finish up, Indiana fought on the Union side in the Civil War. Glad you cleared that up, Gracie. Now into our cute blue camper so I can relax in my princess bed, and you can talk about famous people. Let's start with the president. Benjamin Harrison was born in North Bend, Indiana. He was our 23rd president and the grandson of William Henry Harrison, who was the ninth president. I'll bet William Henry Harrison was very excited and proud when his grandson Benjamin became president, too. How about someone else? The popcorn guy, Orville Redenbacher, was born here in Brazil, Indiana. Brazil? 
just like the country in South America. And you know what? 25% of the popcorn grown in the United States comes from right here in Indiana. I personally like butter on mine. There's even a town here named Popcorn. Orville Redenbacher should have been born there. And guess what? There's also a town called Santa Claus. I bet they have Christmas all year round. Ho, ho, ho. We will probably be going through a covered bridge or two on our travels. Indiana is known as the covered bridge capital of the world. Oh, goody. It was so much fun when we saw them in Vermont. Now, where are we off to first? We're headed to Indianapolis. You can find this city in the middle of the state. Jasmine, you will like the Children's Museum of Indianapolis. It's the largest museum for children in the world. Ooh, I can't wait. But first, we need to stop here at this super tall monument. Great idea, Jazzy. This is the Soldiers and Sailors Monument. It took 13 years to build and was finished in 1901. It's almost 285 feet tall. That's just 21 feet shorter than the Statue of Liberty. During Christmas, it's decorated as a huge Christmas tree. Wow, that must take a lot of lights. But today, I want to go up to the top. It's only 331 steps. We can do it easy. You can see the whole city. Gorgeous. Yes, it is a lovely view. Time to go back down. There is a Civil War museum and a gift shop at the bottom, but I think we should head over to the Children's Museum. Great, we're here. Ooh, this is going to be so exciting. Look at that water clock. Water pours into the basin every hour. That's a fun way to tell time. The clock reminds us to get going. There is so much to do here. Let's each pick something to do. We can visit Greece, see the Barbie exhibit, explore pop culture, science, the International Space Station, or dinosaurs. And those are just a few of the many exhibits inside. I would like to see Dinosphere. What about you, Gracie? Since I'm a Greek turtle, I would like to visit Greece. Okay, then. Off to Greece. First, we have to get in this plane and fly there. Now that we're here, we can try Greek food like gyros or gyros. It's pita bread filled with meat that's seasoned with spices. Yummy! What else? We can visit a home just like you would see in Athens, Greece. Over here! Let's see the sea turtles! We can even feed them! Er, they're a lot bigger than you, Gracie, but I think you're the perfect size. Thank you for the compliment. Now how about heading over to Dinosphere? We can even see real paleontologists work on dinosaur bones. Neat! Oh, we can x-ray a T-Rex bone. Oh, over here, over here! Look at the creatures of the crustaceous. The skeletons are huge. Lots of the bones are real, but not all of them. Paleontologists don't always find all the bones, so they have to make the rest. It's kind of like doing a puzzle. What a cool job. I could do that and be a famous singer. There are so many interesting jobs to try, Jazzy. No need to pick one right now. How about we finish up by going to the Sports Legends Experience? It has exhibits both inside and out. Great idea! I want to see the Indianapolis Motor Speedway pedal car racetrack. You can pedal a race car around the track, or you can wave the checkered flag to see who wins. Huzzah! The pink car wins. Waving the flag made me feel like I was part of the race. Now how about we go to the real Indianapolis 500 racetrack? It's close by in Speedway. What a great name for a place with a racetrack! Yes, it is a good name. 
The Indianapolis 500, or Indy 500, is one of the biggest racing events in the world. Over 200,000 people come to watch. The race is in May, on the day before Labor Day. Oh, since it's not race day, what will we see? We can visit the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Museum. The building is actually inside the racetrack area. We can see some of the winning race cars, as well as other types of motor vehicles, like cars, motorcycles, and dragsters, just to name a few. My goodness! The racetrack really does go all around this building. I can just imagine the cars and the drivers zooming by. Get my picture in this race car before we leave. Smile. Perfect. Now let's go to Lake Michigan and the Indiana Dunes State Park. Dunes? Sand dunes? Exactly. Hills of sand formed by wind and water. Lake Michigan is the fifth largest freshwater lake in the world and has some of the largest sand dunes, including the 125-foot Mount Baldy, which was made by glacial sands. We can go to the beach, hike, fish, go birding, or take the three-dune challenge. The three-dune challenge? Climb three sand dunes? I heard it's pretty tough. Why don't we explore the dunes by hiking Trail 4 and go up to Mount Tom? Great choice, Jasmine. The Black Forest was beautiful. I thought going up the steps to Mount Tom was a great way to climb a mountain. Now our last stop will be in South Bend, Indiana. That's where the University of Notre Dame is located. Will we get to see the Hunchback of Notre Dame? No, Jasmine. The story of the Hunchback of Notre Dame takes place in the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris, France. University of Notre Dame is a large university where people can study. Their sports teams are called the Fighting Irish. Well, this will be a great place to come when we're ready for college. But I think I'd rather go to the South Bend Chocolate Factory. Let's take the tour and learn about chocolate. I didn't know that chocolate grows on cacao trees. And these trees can live up to 200 years. But they only grow quality cocoa beans for 25 years. Hmm. I guess then the tree gets to retire. Unfortunately, chocolate is not good for dogs or cats. So I'll give this spoon I dipped in chocolate to Gwyn. It was fun to make it. Even if chocolate is not good for us, we can still enjoy the things in the chocolate museum. Look at this Mayan chocolate pot from Mexico. It's over 1,300 years old. Wow! Mayans were the first to drink chocolate. They mixed it with water and put chilies in it. Spicy! They even used chocolate as money. Gracie, now I think I'm tired. Me too, Jazzy. Time to head for home. Let's do some car jokes. I'll start. What happens when you put a car and a pet together? I know. You get a carpet. A car that's a pet, too. My turn. What did the tornado say to the car? Bad weather ahead. Nope. Want to go for a spin? Super funny. Now, what was your favorite place, Gracie? Mine was the Indiana Children's Museum and the Dinosphere exhibit. I also enjoy the Indianapolis Children's Museum. Going to Greece is a dream of mine. Now, how about you, friends? What favorite place will you share with someone you love? I can't wait to see all of you next week in Mississippi. I just love spelling that word. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Bye. Goodbye, friends. Don't forget to keep on learning. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining Jasmine and Gracie on their adventure today. Come back next week for the next one. Hello, everybody. It's Gwen here. If you want to know more about the places we visited, just go to our website, jasmineandgracie.podbean.com, and go to the sources page, and you can find out all about the great places that we visited. See you next week. Bye-bye.